0: Good morning, everybody. Um, my name is Erwin van Veen. I'm with I'm a senior researcher with the Klingendahl Institute, and with me in this conversation is uh, Maisam Beravesh, who is also connected to Klingendahl. In real life, he also uh, does a PhD at Lund uh, University in Sweden. He's an Iran specialist uh, with good connections into uh, the foreign policy and intelligence community. And what we want to talk about today is the possibility of a return to the nuclear deal between the United States and Iran, as well as a number of other powers and the prospects of this under the incoming Biden administration. <laughs> so without further ado, mysum could you explain to me the Iranian domestic political discussion uh, and the possibilities it implies for a return to the nuclear deal, please?
1: Yes. Uh, thanks for having me here. For the sake of uh, brevity, I will drop the uh, unnecessary details. So, but all major actors, uh, the most relevant actors inside Iran, are either hardliners, moderates, whoever, most of them. Uh, <clears throat> believe that the ball is in the Biden court in the sense that uh, the, the Biden should undo the sanctions that Trump uh, did after uh, pulling out of the, uh, the JCPOA and uh, <clears throat> return to the JCPOA. Uh, so both parties want this, but then the problem is that each party, each side in Iran, hardliners, moderates, uh, want to do it themselves, Okay. And, uh, and what they view now is the June uh, 2021 presidential elections in Iran. Uh, if Biden uh, unconditionally returns to JCPOA, then it will make it hard for hardliners to spoil diplomacy between Iran and the US. Uh, and, and that will help the Rouhani administration to push for uh, diplomacy. Uh, Fakhrizadeh's assassination uh, complicated this and um, uh, kind of radicalized the political atmosphere inside Iran. But I think, in terms of retaliation, which will uh, definitely happen, uh, I think Iran will uh, wait. You no, know, that's what the discussion uh, shows uh, <clears throat> and until Biden uh, comes to power. And even if they do something, it will not be like something major to derail anything and everything.
0: That's really helpful. So, given that sort of uh, tug of war or tension between the moderates and the hardliners, what's your expe- expectation in terms of the timeline, uh, my mm-hmm. What what is going to happen between now and the Iranian presidential elections well, uh, you know, mid year? I, uh,
1: I think it depends on how Biden acts. If, if he uh, returns to JCPOA unconditionally and swiftly, then uh, that will, you know, it will make it hard for Iranian uh, radicals or hardliners. Uh, to uh, stop uh, this process of de-escalation and uh, detente negotiations. Uh, But uh, either way, I'm not uh, very optimistic about uh, anything major happening uh, before Iran's June 2021 uh, elections, Uh, unless, again, Biden uh, staged a clean return uh, to JCPOA and then uh, we'll see how that goes. And now, okay, I think uh, it's for me to uh, ask a couple of questions. Uh, so, how do you think uh, Europe, uh, E3, can help uh, with this process and uh, facilitate uh, the, the road to negotiations?
0: Well, thanks. Yeah, I, I would just like to pick up on your last point. You know, what if a window opens in which the Biden administration is not yet ready to? Act on its stated commitment of a clean return to the deal, for example, because it has to prioritize a domestic COVID pandemic, uh, for example, because the Senate remains in Republican hands and it needs to use its initial political capital to get other things uh, through the, the body. Uh, then I think uh, uh, opportunity opens up for the EU to. Um, You know, rebuild some of the lost confidence and that is most easily done, I think, by reviving an element of the Macron plan of 2019, which amounts to opening up a credit line for the purchase of Iranian oil uh, by European governments um, on the basis of a US waiver that the incoming Biden administration could provide. And right. this would this would create some uh, some needed relief for the Iranian economy and also serve as a gesture of goodwill until the moment arrives that the Biden administration mm-hmm. is uh, is ready to roll, basically.
1: Right, and and then uh, there is lots of talk about uh, leverage that Biden should use the leverage created by Trump's maximum pressure uh, and the pressure on the Iranian economy. Uh, so, what do you think of these leverage uh, centered arguments?
0: Well, I basically think it's a it's a non-starter in the sense that uh, you know the Americans themselves uh, breached their commitment under the nuclear deal and the corresponding UN Security Council resolution, piled up sanctions, uh, put the Iranian economy in a really difficult place, and then you want to use the damage you've done as leverage to extract further concessions. I mean, would you do it? All right? That this feels very. Um, artificial to me, and I would be surprised uh, if there was a willingness to go into that direction. Rather, what is needed is more of a regional security initiative mm. to not just address our, Iran's issues in terms of missiles, uh, proxies, and the like, but mutual cons- security concerns as a basis for further negotiations.
1: Yes, thank you. I totally agree that leverage uh, seeking is a non-starter and is continuation of basically Trump's uh, same policy.